anyone in any business field can do their part to create the little ripple effect, regardless of whether it's like a creative business or not, just anywhere out there in the world, um, they can do their part and, you know, show up and, and, and tackle this issue head on. And I feel like we are headed in the right direction so long as this is not just a trend. Welcome to the Archipelago Photography Podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Sean Morton. This podcast is brought to you by Archipelago Presets, a community of photographers united by a passion for our craft and a growing collection of some of the world's finest Lightroom presets and post-production tools. As a way of thanking you for tuning in, we're offering all of our podcast listeners a discount of 20% on your next purchase. Visit us at archipelagopresets.com and use the code PODCAST20 to redeem this special offer. Sayori and Devante Terrell are a wedding and portrait photography husband and wife team known as Spirit of Revelry, based out of Houston, Texas. I connected with them for a chat around ways the photography industry perpetuates racism and how we as a community can help put an end to it. We cover a wide range of topics on this very important issue at a very important moment in time. And so I hope we can all take something away from this conversation. Let's dive in. Hello, Sari and Devante. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank hey, you for having us. Thank you so much. We are super grateful that you guys are taking some time to speak with us today, especially with everything that's going on. It's uh, just a super important conversation we're going to get into here. But before we do that, I just want you guys to just take a minute and just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you guys do. Awesome. Um, well, we are wedding uh, and portrait photographers based out of Houston, Texas. Um, I've been shooting since uh, 2010, but taking on, um, you know, paid work since 2012. So I've been um, in the business for a while. And uh, Devante, my husband, started shooting in uh, 2017. And so, you know, before the pandemic happened, we decided to consolidate and join forces. We got married this past January. So we're newlyweds. Thank Thank you. (laughs) So as soon as we decided to like, you know, grab life by the horns, you know, with our business, the pandemic happened. So we're like, (laughs) great. (laughs) Oh, man. So, that's so hilarious yeah, right now yeah and and if anybody's listening and they want to go to your website uh which is spirit of um yeah. they should check out that amazing about uh page and the photo talk to me about that photo of you guys on your wedding day coming in what's going on there we have lovers <laughs> <laughs> right uh, favorite thing about the uh, about the entire wedding experience was getting to cuddle the llamas <laughs> and we're huge suckers for animals and you know, we, I wanted to bring beer donkeys and I was <laughs> so close to doing it, but Devante <laughs> took me out of it. We couldn't afford that. <laughs> right, right. You had to just stick with llamas. That's cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I love it. So, well, so, so really the reason we got you on here is, is you guys, um, recently put out this really amazing Instagram video. Um, and, and really it was about, you know, sort of calling out, um, you know, the photography industry for perpetuating racism and, and, you know, people listening to this right now, it's, we're in this pivotal place, right? So we're seeing protests across all 50 states in America and around the world. Um, people are out there, they're, they're calling out racism and injustice. And, you know, in, in the wake of these totally senseless murders, you know, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor 
and Ahmad Arbery, Arbery and, and, and of course, so many more before them. Um, so, you know, we're seeing a lot of violence and we're seeing a lot of pushback. Um, but first question, before we get into to this, this video I'm talking about and this, this talk that you guys did, I, I just want to ask you guys, like, how are you feeling about kind of what we're seeing? And, and are, you, are you hopeful that, that real change is going to come out of all this? I think um, we're headed in the right direction. Um, we have our personal experiences with racism. Um, my husband um, can probably speak more on this um, because he is a large six foot three, 250 pound black man right. who is seen as a threat wherever he goes. Absolutely. Um, you know, I still get the the looks of people cross the street to avoid talking to me. Yeah. Women clutch their bags, you know, yeah. to... Um, avoid having to deal with me and honestly um i grew up as a, a military brat so okay i was sheltered a lot of my life and i didn't really realize the uh depth of racism until a little later in life uh, yeah. i want to say about 13 years old and um yeah it, it's disgusting i can't believe that this is still happening here in 2020 in this country but um we have uh, hope, we though, have that... Amazing, uh, I have a lot of hope, yes. Yeah. But, you know, every, I think everybody can figure out how this, how they can do something. So for us, the best thing that we could do was talk to our fellow creatives. And I feel like anyone in any business field can do their part to create the little ripple effect. And yes. that's where it begins, just recognizing and checking, you know, your own bias and, um, and learning years centuries really of racial yeah. prejudice on learning that um things that you don't really recognize that are wrong with your way of thinking and being open to being corrected and everything and i think um we've seen a lot of humility and a lot of like um apologies from people in our business um or in the industry really and so that's where it all begins like people acknowledging that they've messed up and that they are committing to doing better and i think Absolutely. that if everyone across the board, regardless of whether it's like a creative business or not, just anywhere out there in the world, um, they can do their part and, you know, show up and, and, and tackle this issue head on. And I feel like we are headed in the right direction so long as this is not just a trend. That's right. Yeah. Um, because if it's going to end after this week, after the protests, then mm. we're going to be back to where we started Probably in the next. Worse. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, so. for sure. Well, and and I mean, we're we're seeing that that trend. I mean, we we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, you know, the 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 Blackout Tuesday, the muted movement, right? Like, and this is one of the things that you guys brought up in the video. Um, you know, it's it's a trend, and and people, uh, you know, I think people thought it was a good thing, and it turns out that you know maybe it wasn't such a good thing. Do you want to? I mean, there's so many things we're gonna. I'd love to get into, but do you just want to touch on that one really quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that people thought that they were being noble and kind by kind of getting out of the way to allow black and brown voices to speak. But what that ended up doing was a lot of blackness, meaning a lot of squares, just flooding the hashtags. And it really did more harm than good. And there was a lot of confusion yeah. um, about how to exactly um, approach it. And I, I feel like their heart was in the right place. But it was it's it's absolutely across the board, not enough to just yeah. even if your heart was in the right place, it's not enough to just post a black square or to sense. say you're going to mute your account, um, you know, because we saw a lot of really big names doing that. Um, yeah. Like if you'll go to the pages, it says muted, right. like for the entire week, they're not going to say anything, but, but no, this is the time to amplify melanated voices. Yeah. Were, this is the know. time to speak up and yeah. make your friends, you know, might be a little 
low key racist, make them uncomfortable, you know, make everyone kind of push themselves out of their comfort zone. This is the time to speak up and fight for us. Like black and brown people need the people with a platform, the people with power that have the odds in their favor. We need them to speak up and help us in this fight. So just silencing yourself is really doing a disservice to yeah. the cause. Yeah, totally. I think you guys uh, had a, you had a quote, I think, on the video. I really resonated with me, and it was silence is violence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you're basically complicit um, with everything that's going on by not saying anything. Yeah. Um, and, and you touched on it here. So, so obviously, like, you know, using your platform is, is one way um, rather than being silent. Um, but, but what are some ways that people can use their platform to, to amplify um, I think that we can uh, promote. It starts there. It seems like a very simple um, thing to do, but like to promote and call out um, people of color that you have to dig through and dig deep into your, you know, social media realm and find the people to, um, you know, highlight them, put them on, um, you know, put the spotlight on them. You know, that those are the things that they can start to do on social media. But it goes beyond that too. Yeah. You know, such as donating, voting. Um, Speaking up, you know, learning, reading, uh, supporting black businesses out here in the real world, whether it's like a, a, a bookstore or like a, you know, anything, you know, just doing your part to educate yourself Absolutely. and your family and your friends. Yeah. Yeah. What um, can you can you just I mean, I, I, I'm i what I'm what I'd love to do is, is just sort of have you guys sort of run through some of the some of the points that you were talking about. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that you talked about people can do that, that they can do to make a difference. Do you want to maybe just rhyme off some of those? Uh, um, I mean, you touched on some here about, you know, calling out creatives to promote diversity, but there's more than that, right? Like what, what can yeah. people be doing? Uh, first things first. Um, I think that the industry as a whole would really benefit if we stopped featuring um, plantation style weddings. Right. Basically, what those are are weddings that are held at old slave plantations. Yeah. Um, I just think it's disgusting. No matter how charming or elegant you try to make it out to be, there's no way to get around the grotesque history. Yeah. It's really a, a face of, you know, our ancestors. Our history. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, calling out your fellow uh, photographer friends uh, that would also help out a lot. Calling them out on you know, their silence, their lack of inclusivity, their lack of diversity on their pages, it would really help a lot. Yeah. Um, we also talked about like uh, setting up styled shoots that we know um, are very prominent in the industry. It's a great way to like build your portfolio and show your clients what you can do and this and that. And it doesn't, it, it goes far beyond just photographers, but it's like yes. planners and cake bakers and dresses and jewelry and all this stuff. So it's like, um, you know, people do it all the time. So that's like a very important, like first step. And it's one of the easiest ones, I think, because people love to do these anyway, is to set up something um, where you can not only feature like a black couple, but yep. gather like a whole bunch of black and brown vendors. Because what's right. the point of having a shoot with like a black girl in a pretty dress, and all your vendors are white. Right. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're going to you know promote diversity go ahead and round up a, a nice like solid team of black and brown vendors and you know show put you know bring the the artistic juices and and you know do something just as beautiful um with black and brown 
vendors, you know. And on that note, like um, one thing that we were being asked uh, frequently was like how to find black people, brown people that want to work with them. And so some people were saying that they've, you know, they don't have many black or brown friends. Um, They don't know where to find models. So we would suggest that the vendors that you gather up for your styled shoots, um, you should, you know, go the extra mile and offer them to, you know, stand in front of your camera for a little bit, maybe offer them like a cute little session with them and their significant other. Um, I'm sure that they would appreciate like getting dolled up for you and, you know, just like to build a relationship and be genuine. It starts there. Like even with, you know, our regular wedding clients, you know, what you want to do is like focus on being authentic and this and that, and like being besties and being, you know, all this talk about, you know, we want to get to know the real you, all of this, apply that same kind of mentality to the black and brown vendors that you are going to reach out to network with, you know, and same thing with the models. It starts with building like a real connection, love on them, compliment them, make them feel good, make them feel like, oh, okay, like, okay, you want me to model for you? I've never done this before. But yeah, it'll make them Mm -hmm. feel more comfortable. You know, it's like the same way that you scope out models, um, you know, for, you know, to show your potential do the same thing for black and brown people. You know, that's all, that's all, that's really it. And, um, there are other things that we can do. Um, but I'm not sure if you wanted us to expand on anything else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so, so in the video, I know you guys also talked about, uh, and you touched on this a little bit just in in setting up a style shoot, but, uh, was uh, vendor referrals, right. Which is not specific to doing a style shoot, but more in general, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, it's very uh, easy for you to, um, for people to update their list of people that they can recommend to their paying clients. Um, Because uh, we shared a story in that video where uh, one of Devante's friends um, was looking for a photographer and she reached out to a couple of, you know, more prominent ones and either they weren't available or they had something else going on. And so um, they, uh, one of them in particular sent her back a list of people that she would refer and included um, other vendors like DJs and caterers and everything. And there were, <laughs> there was no color to be seen anywhere in, in right. the list. And so uh, discouraging to know that like, you know, we're not getting any love out here yeah. <laughs> and you know, there are plenty of, crazy as hell talented people and and absolutely delicious catered food that would be a hit at your wedding that is not getting any attention and so um you know one thing that we always tell people is that uh, black and brown people have to work twice as hard to get like half exposure yeah and and it sucks it's like the kind of the reality of the world uh, that we live in right now and if you fail to acknowledge that then that's part of the problem yeah so showing some love like not every person on your list has to be black or brown like if you want to if you have personal friends that you want to recommend as well we totally get that but just you know showing a little bit more um inclusivity yeah inclusivity and diversity diversity. exactly do you you guys i mean do you guys want to touch on this as on a personal level like how has this affected you guys in 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 the industry yourselves as 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 photographers well um before uh the year started um it took us so long to get into the swing of social media uh we relied mostly on a word-to-mouth thing uh basis uh because you know a lot of people like us, they tend to fly under the radar. You know, we weren't getting featured on major accounts. You know, we weren't getting a lot of follows. We weren't getting a lot of love. And, you know, it, it was really rough for us to get our foot into the door. And, uh, we finally got on with the social media thing and 
things have been looking up, but did you want to touch on it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was just like a very discouraging experience to try and try to market ourselves and try to, um, you know, stand out. Um, but people, for some reason, for me in my personal experience, like when I started back in 2010, mm-hmm. um, nobody really took me seriously. <laughs> um, you know, and, and then for I know for Devante, like whenever, you know, we've been at like a predominantly white wedding, mm-hmm. um, people feel uncomfortable. They look at him like, you know, what the who's right. that? What are, what are you doing? And, I do and, tend to stand out in the crowd. I'm... Yeah, he's a pretty big guy. So it's like it's very disappointing to, you know, you know, it, it's like things that we don't really speak yeah. on. You don't want to make anyone uncomfortable, like, you know, but it, it just um, it's like at a wedding, though, like we don't want to make it awkward and act like. You know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a very emotional thing because we feel like ignored and um, we're trying really hard to cater to all kinds of people and show what we can do because we really do love this industry. We love celebrating like our entire name. um, Spirit of revelry is all about the spirit of celebration of connection, of joy, of happiness, relationships, all of that. And we are trying to reach people and it's so hard to be taken seriously to stand out against these other crazy talented white photographers who have incredibly expensive fancy gear um who you know have more opportunities to travel i was an immigrant for a while um when i came to this country um i came illegally when i was five years old and my mom actually finally just got her citizenship and so for a long time wanting to be a creative that would travel it was incredibly scary for me to have this fear of deportation to be seen. Like we, I was out camping in Montana with my, um, with my best friend a couple of years ago yep. and the amount of like looks, you know, we're shooting and we're trying to be, you know, we're trying to get our creative juices flowing and people, um, even in a camping situation are weird and they are awkward around me. And so just that fear looming over us just because we stick out so much, you know, it, it's hard to feel comfortable in a place that doesn't really accept you as much as they say they do. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so just with everything going on, it was, it's, it's like a scary, um, it, it you know, it's maybe it's hard for me to put into words because it is so like emotionally charged, but it's like uh, something that matters to us a lot is to feel safe yeah. where we are. You know, yeah. no one wants to be like Devante tells me when he's uncomfortable being the only black guy in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. or, you know, we know that, uh, like we, um, we'll be at our favorite bar. And, uh, there was this one time when a bunch of guys came in, um, where they were wearing, um, very, uh, uh, prominently, uh, displayed signs that said like MAGA. And this uh-huh. was around the time where the build that wall thing was happening. And so I felt right. extremely uncomfortable because they're looking at me and I'm, I'm like, Ugh, I'm just burning up inside and, yeah. and they're, bold in their presence so anyway i'm going off on a tangent but it's no, just like it's a very important. real yeah on a very daily basis wherever we go yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah um so so what about um what about some feature accounts like you guys touched on this in the video too right like there's things you know you're seeing in feature accounts where there's just a real lack of diversity so you know what can people do about that um, I think we've started seeing some more of that recently. And like we said before, we don't want it to be just a trend, but um, they've been rounding up um, mm-hmm. like long lists of like black photographers to follow, black yeah. videographers, black vendors and everything. So that's a start. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing um, is to like hire more black and brown people Absolutely. that are experts in the field. Yeah. You know, um, it, it starts with 
expanding beyond what is visible. Like yeah. you said, um, when we were talking before that you, you guys are doing a lot of behind behind the scenes work, I think really coming together as a team um, with, with whether it's a publishing company or like a, a network where brides and vendors find each other. Um, it's important to really brainstorm and do the work yourselves and figure out how to be inclusive, like on all fronts where people yeah. can see on your social media feed and then behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Hiring, uh, for example, like at workshops, we see a lot of like predominantly white uh, photographers and speakers that are there and, um, you know, kind of switching it up a little bit, having, you know, stuff like that to kind of show that um, black and brown love stories matter too. Right. And that black and brown people celebrate <laughs> and get married and have fun. And, you know, you know, just kind of starting there, I think it's like a, an important thing to do. Yeah. And, and we, we touched on this a little bit, but, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that really want to help. Uh, but I think sometimes people are, they have some trepidation. They're a little afraid that maybe they're going to do the wrong thing. They're going to make mistakes. Like what, what sort of advice are you going to, would you give to somebody like that? Um, how would I say just be genuine, um, make them feel comfortable. Tell them, something along these lines like while you and your partner look amazing i would love to capture you with my camera i would love to give you guys beautiful pictures i need you guys on my feed i need you guys in my portfolio let's create magic together let's yeah. do this you know just i think it starts with building a friendship being real um and then i guess when it comes to like the business side of it is to take ownership of your of where you failed um yeah. let your you know, let people know that, you know, you are acknowledging your shortcomings when it comes to um, diversity. And while, you know, this is Pride Month, you know, the month of June. So I, we've seen people ask us about this, too. Like, you know, would yes. the same things apply to people of the LGBTQ community? Absolutely. And, hell yeah. yeah, I would. Like, Absolutely. you know, you have to be real and acknowledge that you've failed to showcase their love stories. We're in the business of humans and connection and love. And so there's matters, you know, just as much. And so, you know. Mm -hmm up to where you failed and then starting from scratch and like um knowing that it's going to be okay in the long run if you make a few mistakes here and there if you get a little bit of backlash here from somebody it's all right as long as you keep pushing forward it's like an uphill battle and the more that you push forward and step outside of your comfort zone even if mistakes are made you keep pushing and you keep trying and people will thank you for it and people will feel like that they'll know they can sniff out the bullshit like quickly yeah. so they'll know your heart is in the right place yeah so you know, just pushing forward and being authentic, connecting and making them feel good, making Absolutely. them feel like, damn, like you guys are a really good looking couple. Like, oh my gosh, your work <laughs> is incredible. Let's hang out here. Are you going to be here on this day? Let's meet up. Da, 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 da. You know, beers, go sing a karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> go pet some know. llamas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get to know each other on a personal level, the same way that you would reach out to like, um, uh, an ideal client who happens to be white and fair skinned, you know, mm. reach out to black and brown people too the same way. We're not a scary, you know, yeah. black men are not a threat, you know, the same way. There's like all these prejudiced, yeah. biased thoughts that we, you know, as a society have ingrained in us. Um, and so it's important to make yourself uncomfortable a little bit and like just go out on a limb and reach out and be real and, yeah. and acknowledge their humanity, you know, because a lot of times you know, in the media, we uh, get portrayed as dehumanized, like just 
Turtles, like for example, my turtles. my yeah, mm-hmm. my culture we're seen as aliens. We're we're not even human. We're illegal aliens. Right. <laughs> Which I always laugh, but you know, bring back the humanity to our identities if yeah. that makes sense, and totally. and know that it, it all starts with the connection, with the relationship, with the uh, you know humor. It always helps to you know take tone down the seriousness a little bit and just acknowledge, be real. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Break yeah. the ice to start. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. And and I always love to ask people, you know, who inspires them. And and in this case, I I think I want to ask that same question, you know, and, and ask ask you who inspires you, but also maybe, you know, if there's if there's some inspirations or artists or people could follow to, you know, maybe dive into this a little deeper. Uh, is any anybody that comes to mind for you? Well, um, one of our uh, the people that we adore that actually recently shot our wedding. Um, was Ranye and Dom uh, from Light Visuals Co. Uh, and then our photographers were uh, Thomas and Viviana. I think their handle is at, at TNV Photos. Mm-hmm. Um, they're based out of San Antonio. So they're all like local Texas photographers. But um, yeah. where yeah. we really get our inspiration from is like from outside of just photography. Right. Um, because, uh, for example, we love going to the museum and looking at um, all kinds of weird art um and and we get inspired by like tv shows like right now we're really hooked on family matters and steve urkel and just like the whole family (laughs) dynamic the fun the relationships we that's what we're all about and and that's what really fuels our work is like seeing human connection for me it's like um i'm really into like uh right now i'm like in a weird (laughs) phase of like uh having like baby fever so i'm really into like the connection (laughs) of like a mom and a baby like breastfeeding I've seen some really beautiful breastfeeding photos or like milk bath mm-hmm. stuff uh, mm-hmm. online. And so just wh- whatever like feels naturally attractive to me in my life, like whether it's music or art, um, mm-hmm. even fashion, um, that's where we really draw our source of inspiration. And that's what helps us have like a more authentic um, uh, like pool of work, yeah. if that makes sense. Because what we don't like to do is like um, – go out there and shoot things that are popular or that are poses that are, you know, highly recreated on Pinterest and Instagram. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We love to get out there in nature and we get inspired by the colors of like, you know, sunset. Yeah. Yeah, Mountain. That's where we draw our inspiration for our, our personal, like for our branding, like color palette, I guess, like the colors that we really gravitate to are like earthy, organic, raw, like muddy colors that, are beautiful to us, you know, because it reminds us of what we love so much, which, which is like the earth, the planet, animals, like right. that kind of stuff. So sorry if that doesn't make sense, but that's really where we draw our, our you know, our inspiration in terms of like creativity is like, it, 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 it makes total it's, sense. Yeah. It makes a hundred percent sense. You know, I, I had somebody on one of the podcasts I did who said their inspiration comes from smoothie bowls. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, you find inspiration, you know, in things that, 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 you know, beauty, beauty's everywhere. And, 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 exactly. uh, so it's always interesting to see what people, where people find it and, and get inspired. Um, if you could maybe, you know, sort of wrap it up with some, some final thoughts, uh, you know, if you kind of had maybe a, a little last word or something, what, what would you guys want to say right now? Um, I think what we just want the world to know that we are on a mission to do is to show the world how beautiful and non-threatening and non-violent our black brother, brothers and sisters are. Um, we've been portrayed as criminals and bad people for too long, and we want to celebrate black and brown love, and we want other people to do the same and to restore some of that humanity 
um, realize that it's real people, real humans um, that also want to be seen and heard and to celebrate love in whatever color it comes and whatever gender, you know, get back to what it, you know, what the, what the heart of the business is, which is people and love stories, connection. connection and, right. and to know that um, it all starts with you becoming informed and, and knowing that there needs to be a change and, and seeing it and acknowledging it and take the blinders off and realizing that it begins with you the same way we just had this idea to create this crappy pixelated low quality sound video um, <laughs> show a few friends like it all starts yeah. with something you know tiny and even if it's not um, perfect which yeah. our video definitely wasn't, um, it starts somewhere just get the message out there and yeah. let it be known that you are you know, you're supporting and that you, you see us and that you understand and that you hear us and that you are going to fight the battle with us. Because like we said, we need um, people with a bigger platform and with more um, listening ears, I guess, to help us on this fight. And it all starts, you know, it all starts with you and it all starts in, in, in your personal um, life path and your journey. And regardless of what industry you're in, we can all, you know, do our part and, and um, create that ripple effect you know, in our lives. Love it. That's amazing. Perfect guys. Well, thank you so much, Sari, Devante. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to speak with us today. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, you so for much having for having us. us. And, um, yeah, it, it, we feel so honored to be able to represent, um, our fellow BIPOC creator creators, um, who don't ever really get to speak out. Um, so it's a, it's emotional for us and it's yeah. a, it's a big deal. It means a lot that you are listening and that you're shining a light on this. And like we said, we hope that the conversation doesn't end after this week. Uh, can't be just a trend. Not yeah, another that's, right. that's for sure. Well, we really appreciate it. And we were super grateful for you t taking the time and, 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 uh, and sharing your, your thoughts and your message with us today. Awesome. Thank you so much okay. for having us. Cheers. Cheers. All right now. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you'd like to find out more about Sayori and Devante Terrell, please check out the links in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed the show and please don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you again. Until next time.